what were you going to do for St. Patrick's Day? Uh, I was going to go drinking after I got my hair cut. Now what are you going to do? I changed my hair cut to tomorrow since the bars are closing at 5. I Got to start like, drinking earlier. I, I would like to go <laughs> feel like what it's like if they shut down the bars for a couple of weeks. I'd like to go remember what it was like. Maybe yeah. I could lose some weight. Won't be drinking the next couple of weeks. Who knows? Who knows? Wishful thinking. <laughs> um, yeah, so we are in North Carolina where they just – uh, the governor has just shut down all the restaurants and bars at starting at 5 p.m. Mandatory, except for takeout, right? Takeout, yeah. Some of our restaurants, the cooks could be working, but our servers, the bartenders, they're are, they are beside themselves. Yeah. They, I got to check in with my Waffle House folks. That's crazy because, you know, Waffle House don't close. Yeah. Ever. But now they got to close at 5, which is and to tell somebody, weird. And I understand everything going on, but to tell a business just to... Cut everything off. It affects. I mean, some people live day to day, check to check, and yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, five hours from now, you don't have a job, or maybe this was your big night. I mean, this is St. Patty's Day. Yeah. So, so for some bars, this makes their their march. Right. Yeah. It truly does. Like, man, this is great. Kids are supposed to be coming back. The kids aren't back. Of course, we got to do what we got to do to keep everything safe for everybody. At the same time, it's going to affect a lot of people. Yeah. It's a it's affecting a lot of people in a way that's not um, medically. Yeah. You know, it's affecting people financially more. And it's, we, we are continuing to push that, that pendulum further and further out in regards to our reaction. Yeah. And eventually it's going to fall back. It's going to fall and it's going to swing the entirely other play other way. Yeah. You know, it, it'll, I don't think that things will even out in 2020. It also goes back to when we have a hurricane or a tornado. Those are in little areas or right. or big areas, and people can come and they help. Yeah, this is affecting everybody. And um, well, that's the thing; it's not. It's well, not affecting. It's, it's gonna it's gonna affect yeah. the economy in every aspect. Like, and it's gonna affect the economy in every aspect. But you look at somewhere like West Virginia; they have no cases of it at all. You know people in West Virginia? Oh yeah, man. I <laughs> actually old Coach Maisie that used to be the East Carolina basketball baseball coach he coaches at west virginia so i could i do have somebody that i can there's reach a, out there there's another state that doesn't have any i think there's like three states that don't have any cases confirmed cases i saw west virginia was definitely that one yeah they're the ones that's like they're not even worried about it yeah maybe it's something in i the guess air just no there. one goes there yeah <laughs> <laughs> you don't leave i think you the casino's there, still up in west virginia yeah you've got everything you need when you get there i guess I we're know. planning for a buddy of mine's bachelor party for months now going up to mgm national harbor and relaxing right. got Got a couple suites, got some rooms, and they canceled everything. I'm like, oh, man. That's like one of the guys that works at uh, works with us at the agency. You know, their wedding was next weekend. And you're planning a wedding. Yeah, I'm planning my wedding, and we're just – people can risk it if they want to. Yeah. It's not until June, so hopefully the, the mandatory stuff is there. There's none of that stuff in Tarboro anyways, right? Yeah, no. Yeah, it's kind of like West Virginia. Coronavirus already hit Tarboro. <laughs> Hit Tarver in November. They went right through Waffle yeah. House and just done. Cleaned everybody cleaned. out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's, the service-based industry is getting completely crushed. I mean, your contracts say, most of the contracts say if it's completely, you know, circumstances completely out of both parties' hands, mm-hmm. a lot of times refunds will be given, but other times there's no refund given. This is a circumstance that warrants a refund, you know, to mm-hmm. the person because – like tables and chairs, right? right. I, I'm paying four grand for tables and chairs for my wedding, and they've already got twenty five hundred dollars. Well, if I cancel my wedding tomorrow, technically, by their contract, they should give me back my twenty five hundred dollars. Right. 
but I'm probably the first out of 50 or 60. It's a relatively large company that does just rentals in this one area. I'm probably the first out of 50 or 60 requesting that $2,500 back. Yeah. You know, and that, that's probably not money they still have. Like they don't sit on those numbers. Most people, no. most people who take deposits don't sit on a deposit for a long time. It's like, it's kind of robbing Peter to pay Paul a lot of times. It's a good business if you can, but yeah. Yeah. So Usually. it's just kind of like, I'm, I'm not making that call yet because I don't, I'm not really prepared for, I don't want to go fight people cause I'm, I was in that space. Right. You know, and I've told, I've got a bride who's getting married in April for the photography side. And she, I told her, I was like, I don't care where I'll get married. Like if y'all are able to get married, I'll be there. Right. If I'm one of 15 people that make the cut, you know, like, and I have to distance myself, I can distance myself. Like I'll fulfill my, yeah. my duties as long as I'm physically able to be there. Well, let's, um, <clears throat> right now, a lot of your business owners are out there. You really need to, what happened in 2008 when the banking crisis happened, the banks knew everything was going on. So they started pulling lines of credit from your business or from your personal account before you even realized it. So the next day you woke up, you thought you had a hundred thousand dollar line of credit. You might've had a 50 on it. It's frozen. Um, some people had nothing on it. It was just good froze because the banks went into crisis mode. Well, now if you do have open line of credit, anything available, I suggest you pull 80 to 90% of it. Um, the, just for the reason of having it, if this continues on for a while, the banks can take away your lines of credit in an instant, your credit card limit down lower. So if you can take that cash and it's not going to cost you too much to get it, by all means, take that line of credit, sit it to the side, be prepared for everything coming ahead. Because just like anything else, they don't have to keep it open for you. Yeah. Um, if they start to feel weakness, they're going to pull it. Well, they can't pull it back out of your account when it's there. You still have to pay for it, but be prepared to keep that line of credit almost maxed out to make sure you can continue to run your business. Right. And even your life, you know, some people pay off their debt every month. That's great. At the same time, if you, if, if you're a bartender or waitress, you might need a little extra money. Um, just be prepared for that. So what does that mean? So the the fed cut to zero never happened in history ever. What does that mean for the person that has like, what does that mean for, our mortgages, the mortgage industry. So somebody in a variable rate can get very lucky and some of theirs can get dropped down, but there's usually a limit for that too. Just like there's a limit, how much it can go up, but that doesn't really affect the same person that loses their job. They still have to pay that mortgage, right? It drops mortgage rates for people going to look for mortgages at the same time. If you can't show that the last two pay stubs, sometimes it starts to look even worse with everything going on. There's a lot of different. So really that money is just to liquidate into the banks more than anything. Yeah. And for uh, the banks to take it from the government, everything to roll in and then they do what they want with it. But we've already had a couple people call um, my business and say, look, what do I think I should do? And they've called the banks to help. And at this moment, the banks are like, we can't really help you at the moment, even though they're all over their news saying, Hey, we're going to be able to help you. We're going to help you. But until these policies are in place, until the bank is backed by something else, they're not going to help. Right. And even with the national emergency being declared, freed up 50 billion, but that's going to go to healthcare first, healthcare workers and local governments. Mm -hmm. And then the stimulus package still is, I mean, it's not even being signed. Well, it's not even being seen by the Senate. No. Like they're talking about the, uh, damn it. Privacy laws right now. 
I think is what they're talking about. And they they always like to throw in a couple extra things that have nothing to do with trying to help people. Yeah, well, that that came up in the debate this weekend. I don't know yeah. if you watched it or not, but no, Ber- I missed that one. Yeah, Bernie asked uh, Biden. He said he brought up the Hyde Amendment and how Biden's always voted against it. And for those of you not listening, the Hyde Amendment is allows taxpayer dollars to fund abortions, basically. And it's it's always been a hot button issue, but it's always been because the Hyde Amendment's never addressed head on. It's always shoved into other bills mm-hmm. as like a government stimulus to get that on the thing. So Biden, so Biden, may, you talk to the right person, and they're like they're up in arms, like you're anti-abortion, blah blah blah. But Biden made the comment. He's like they were always shoved into bad bills. It's always shoved into bad bills. It's never one on one. It's an amendment. It's yeah. not its own thing. And that's. The Hyde Amendment was something they shoved into this stimulus package, and that's yeah. one of the big things they fought about. I mean, he's exactly right in that. Now, whether you agree or disagree, it's regardless yeah. of this, but that that fact is like they're throwing playing politics all through last week up until Friday. They didn't vote until like, what, 1 a.m. Friday night on that stimulus package, and then mm-hmm. the Senate won't even look at it yet. So it's like we've got another another month, I think, before any of that funding is seen. And w- meanwhile, the, the the reactions of our country are just in free fall. And I think what what happening today here in North Carolina, when you tell your bartender, your waitress, they can't go to work, your right. cook can't go to work, you're shutting things down. The true to get to those taxpayers, you need to send that money directly to them. And they're talking about doing a payroll. Well, if you lay off everybody or yeah. they're not working, there is no payroll next week because yeah. there's no they didn't work. Getting rid of payroll tax doesn't matter if there's no payroll being paid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. So they need to figure out something to do to stimulate what's going on that that's truly happening, the government get all their money back. They can even give it non-interest loans, letting people know that, you know, get back. They can get everything. They, yeah. They've been really good at that over the years. So um, this is going to be something that we haven't seen. Do you think we'll see exec- executive orders around that? That's do, a good question. Do you think that's coming? Um, With all the politics, it, I think they could do certain things, but if, I think if Trump, if they let it push a little bit, they'll do it. I, I've, I keep watching everything, and they're yeah. just going back and forth. Some people love the payroll tax. Some people don't want the money just to go straight out, or they want it for this. They want it for that. No one has an exact thing. But the normal person, right, the people right. that we know, people that go everywhere, they need that money. Like, I know the waitresses that work at our um, our restaurant, they're not going to make any money tonight. Well, yeah. How do they replace that? Um, they work night to night or check to check, and that's have, it. Have they seen a decline? Like, if you seen a decline in business before the mandate? Well, we because of last week was spring break spring break right. here in East Carolina. It was a little slow, but actually the last couple nights, it kind of went back to normal. But yeah. then I think even I was saying the last night, I was like, they're going to close these things. You guys better go yeah. out and enjoy yourself. And a couple yeah. of my bar owners said that they were going to spread out their restaurant, make their tables a little bit easier for them to come and go. And then today all this happened. And so I think it's. And they shut down at five. Like you can still eat places until five, right? Right. Yeah. I think a lot of it too is it's, it's people are still living their lives. You know, it's people, people want to live their life and people like us, you know, who want to be safe and, you know, yeah. practice a good social distancing. That's just cause we don't like people, but it's, um, it's also like just being smart about it and understanding how to, you know, at the very least your business is going to lose one of your hot, if you're, if you're a business where dinner pays your bills, yeah, you know, like at steakhouse, lunch was good, lunch paid for things, but dinner paid the bills. If dinner pays your bills, you're probably not going to be paying your bills. Hello, 
My name is Spencer Bunning. Thank you so much for uh, listening to this week's episode of Blue Collar CFO. Uh, I apologize for this interruption. We want to take a quick moment just to thank our sponsor for this week's episode, J. Scott Investments. J. Scott Investments is a small business banking that works for you. They have over a decade of lending experience, um, and J. Scott Investments offers something that the market hasn't given business owners before, a partner and an advocate. Fund solutions tailored specifically to your business needs. Their secret is a contractual relationship with direct lenders. This allows compensation without having you feel the financial burden. So contact them today. Go ahead and get peace of mind when you partner with J. Scott Investments. Start living your dream career. Start easing out some of that, that financial burden you may be facing right now and plan for the future like we talk about on Blue Car CFO. Seek funding before you need it. Apply now, jscottinvestments.com forward slash apply now. Let's get back into the show. Well, even tonight, like on tonight, there's a lot of bans and everything because of St. Patty's Day. Yeah. That those might have already been paid or they're about to get the door. And maybe they've already traveled to come here. It, it's just, yeah. it's not, it's not a great situation for any reason. Yeah, that's no, it's no one's fault. But truly, how it's going to affect everybody is way past what everybody thinks. Uh, Dropkick Murphys is a is a pretty big band, mm-hmm. and they have they always do like a uh, annual St. Patty's show, and for the first time ever, I think they've been a band for like forty years, maybe not forty years. It's been a long time, and for the first time ever, they've they didn't perform this weekend. Because they couldn't have concerts right. where they typically have them, so it, but it opens up a new avenue for them. Like they're going to stream it out, so people who would never get to see them before or be exposed to them are going to now be able to see them and yeah. hear about them. So it's kind of different. I mean, that's a that's a band. That's not a business. People coming in and being shut down. But I mean, their concert was canceled because of that. You know, so every I think this will be something that affects every single industry. And um, obviously, we were supposed to have a guest today. This was supposed to be episode one of the season, right? And that guest is a digital agency owner. And, you know, we were talking with him this morning, too, about, like, it's it's somber in a certain way. But it also, we have a lot of solutions that can aid businesses if we're able to kind of pivot and be available when they're necessary. But, you know, like yeah. you said, not being opportunistic. And um, that would that would have been great to talk about today, but... Obviously, everything going on, we've kind of put a, we've pressed pause on bringing in guests into the yeah into uh, the studio here. But all our entrepreneurs are focusing on their businesses yeah. right, right now, rightfully so. Yeah. yeah, and in fact, a couple of them that are on the guest list, you know, today's thing affects their business. Yeah, like they they would probably be in panic mode right right this moment because this this mandate was put out moments before walking in here. That's right. And yeah. as soon as we're not going to do a long one, like we usually do, we're going to make this one short and just go back in. And I, I got a lot of phone calls that we try to help out some people, yeah. see if I could find some short term funding for some people and uh, maybe answer some questions and what help do, them out. What advice do you have for the business owner who's sitting out there who obviously they have a, a group of employees that are looking to them, but how do you, how do you suggest they, create a sense of normalcy when especially when the owner is freaking out himself yeah like it goes back to leadership yeah. it's it's a it's a very fine line um but you've been in business long enough you've got to make sure that they feel confident that everything's gonna be fine there's there might be a little dip here and there but we're gonna get through this and we're gonna we're gonna push through when it comes to them is is really talking to them right let them let them talk to you. Let them have that open dialogue because sometimes you can't talk to your boss or he's not there and you're like, well, and then next, you know, all the employees are talking and then you're like, well, damn, 
so a rumor gets started and that's yeah. not true. So it's really about being up front, talking to your people every morning. Uh, make sure your door's wide open. And there's a lot of truth. Everybody knows that everything's going yeah. on. So you don't have to lie. They know what's going on. At the same time, you just guess, look, we've got some plans in place for right now. And hopefully this will pass soon and everything's going to be fine. Yeah, it's it. It is tough. It's like, how do you freak? It's the, that's the business owner one-on-one though. How do you freak out while creating a sense of calm? And that's the biggest thing. We talked about this yesterday morning about business, business owners. It's a, it's an unfair responsibility that we have right now and business leaders, people, leaders, people, managers, et cetera. But the, as we see today, the government continues to escalate reactions. And whether, you know, whether you're listening, you take, whether, wherever you're on the spectrum of taking how serious is you take this and how, and what you think should be the right thing, we can pretty much all agree that the government, their reactions are far, the rap, the rate of reaction increase is higher than the cause at hand. Like we're reacting faster than the circumstances are changing. Yeah. And it's kind of like looking at fear of the unknown. We look at it two different ways. Like let's just say an example, my fear of the unknown unknown is the, my confidence and not freaking out. There's not enough reason for me to freak out. Same. Whereas some people like hypothetically, you could have the fear of the unknown could be what causes you to freak out because there's so much we don't know. Whereas mine is there's so much we don't know. You know, it's two different. It's, our mindsets are the same, but there's so much distance between us. Hypothetically, we're on the same page right, right now, but it's how do you express empathy, like, and show that to your team and create a sense of normal. So, like for us, like we're still working normally, we're behaving as we would, mm-hmm. we're we're still making content, we're still call, talking to our clients, we're still working. Um, obviously, being cautious and monitoring things. Fortunately, we have we enough, have enough space. We have enough space this. to socially distance ourselves from one yeah. another. But it's because at the end of the day, two weeks from now, when the whole world, if this continues on this path, when the whole world's in a, in a disarray, mm-hmm. having some sense of normal is what keeps your mental health straight. Yeah. And it's even if we, we come in and we don't talk to each other, like we we, we, we kind of quarantine right. everybody in their own office and sanitize everything before we get here. It's creating a sense of Now, if your business is shut down entirely, you can't do that. Yeah. And obviously, if you're, you know, you don't have clients coming in, customers coming in, paying for things. You you can't pay people, but it's still being that kind of, still maintaining a, a moment of like a, a presence and a position of confidence. And we're going to get through this. You're this the is, you're the leader. Yeah, this is you're out of our lead. control. Like yeah. leading leading from the front and and being in front of it. But right. ultimately, I, keeping like I told you about the story when I shot one time and the guy paid me cash and I didn't have any money to pay my photographer, mm-hmm. but luckily they paid the whole thing in cash when typically people paying a check yeah. and I require people to pay a check. And this guy was like, I'll pay you in cash. Is that okay? I don't have a, my checkbook with you, with me. And I was like, yeah, no problem. And, but that was great because I was able to pay that person. Right. That whole day, that 10 hour day, like I was stressed to the max to the point where I almost wasn't focusing on the work. I was an autopilot, you know, having to have, having to have this conversation figured out. Luckily, it came through. Sometimes it doesn't come through, though. That's right. And you were dealing with one person. Right, exactly. Or the agency, you're dealing with 15 or 18, or a restaurant owner, you're dealing with 30. Yeah. Because you have all these different staff that comes in at different times, and all those questions keep coming at the same time. That owner has to figure out just the basics of what he's got to do. 
So preparing yourself and having a good team that's along with you as a leader, because when you do have more than 10, it takes more than one person to handle a group. Do you think, do you think it's, I mean, it's definitely in poor taste, but thinking about things like this, what would be the appropriate runway for an emergency situation? So think about the person who this is their first business. They've been in, let's say they've been in business for six months, three mm-hmm. months, let's say three months, they business for three months. They're finally getting their name behind them. They're booking jobs, booking clients, or their business is actually getting some good foot traffic in. And now there's a pandemic on the loose. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what are things people can do from the start aside from the obvious of save, but is there, are there any tips or digestible things they can kind of like take with them? Um, when they do begin to recover, how can they right the wrongs maybe of what allowed them to be so vulnerable to something like this? Yeah. Especially when you first start your business, almost everybody's very vulnerable. Right. But at the same time, uh, you're probably coming from a place of working for somebody else and trying to make your, your way. So when it comes to that, you just got to persevere and just keep going through it. And, and, and there's certain things that might not need to be paid that can keep your business on track. But if you start to lose everything, the one thing you need to do is go back to your, first of all, banks, family, whatever you can do to get through this, what, hopefully just a two-week thing, and everybody's talking maybe three or four months. And I'm, there's just no way to bull crap around it. If it goes three or four months, a lot of it's going to shake out the ones yeah. that didn't have the backing. Yeah. It's going to shake out. Even the airlines can't make it. They're already asking for $80 billion. Why didn't you save? Why did you buy back all your stock the last 10 years? Why didn't you save that and put it away? Right. So why should we save you when Spencer's over here got 30 employees locally and he's doing everything he can every week just to make payroll and now he loses everything and 30 other jobs get wasted. Yeah. And yeah, it's a tough situation because the airlines and those big, big companies, they use that money for so many different things. And then you get in a two week bind or a three month bind and, a multi-billion-dollar company goes out of business. Yeah, I saw in the in the UK they were flying back and forth empty planes because in the UK if you don't use your if you don't use your flight slots you lose them. Okay. So they're not only losing money by people not flying, people not buying tickets, they're losing money because they're having to maintain their business by spending more money. Just I mean, it's literally two pilots and a flight attendant. What's required by the FFA, um, flying them back and back and forth. Yeah. And so it's. It, it it's interesting. Um, saw the airport asked for ten billion just the airport because of the restaurants and everything inside. No one's going in there. Yeah. Well, now every Which restaurant, airport is that? every airport. Oh, everyone. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So there, if if you could bridge the loan, like do a bridge loan. A bridge loan is usually trying to get you to two weeks to three months, and they just right. give you the loan. Um, even put interest on it. That way, you can bridge this gap without you losing any part of your business. But yeah. someone needs to be able to give that loan. I mean. Would you give me a loan if you know I just my business is gone? I mean, you're gonna just give me twenty grand, hoping that it's open, hoping that it opens yeah. in three months. Yeah, the thing we were talking about this um, in preparation for another show that I do is we were talking about movies being canceled, like filming of movies and being yeah. canceled, paused indefinitely, paused for this long, paused for that long. It's like you know, as fans of these movies and looking forward to them, it's kind of like, oh man, that's a bummer. But at the same time, it's like quite. Quite literally, we're probably not going to have a movie theater to go to until if they keep on the track. It's, we're not going to be able to go watch a movie till August. Yeah, and if that point is the is the movie theater still going to be open? You know, like or how does it open back up? It's like I think there's going to be that's a whole other you know a whole other topic that I'm not really prepared for. Is but is with facts, but the 
I think we're going to see a lot of industries as a whole be completely transformed because of this. I've never seen something that will affect everybody. The rich guy, the small yeah. guy, the young lady, yeah, everything. The, the craziest part about all this is it's not it's not the sickness that's going to affect everyone. It's the it's the over prepper it's the over preparedness that's going to affect everyone. Yeah, go live in your cave. Yeah. And I can't find I mean this is my opinion and, and this is our podcast so I can have my opinion. Fuck it, right? <laughs> it's it's um I cannot find one person, one person who's freaked out personally about this to the level of the reaction. I've had people I, who yeah. want to self-quarantine, self-isolate. People who take it more seriously than I do. They have kids and older, older, older parents. I'm just going to relax exactly, at the yeah. house. You we know, some sandwiches like, or something. I'm not going to go see my grandma, Yeah, but I'm not going to stop living my life. And I don't think like Dollar General was the first company nationwide to say that um, the first hour and a half of their working hours will be for elderly people, which is great because mm. the people not being able to go in there and do things like that's that's an amazing step. I think yeah. I think all the grocery stores should follow that. To be honest, just in general, like restaurants have freaking early bird specials. Let the elderly folks go get their groceries before yeah. everybody else all the time. But it's 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 the the preparedness that's going to hurt everyone. Yeah, we've over because we had the we had the best economy in history, arguably. Now there's a lot of gaps in some different places. We can all that's we can debate that all day, right? But we had the, one of the best economies in history, definitely the best one in the world. Clicking Cur- on all currently, yeah. yeah, hitting hitting everything, and then within ten business days, it's almost reduced to nothing. I and, kept buying and, though, and we're just yeah, good, <laughs> and we're just getting started. Yeah, and so you've been buying a lot through that, and what do you think about? How do you feel about the? Um, what are they called? Buzzers? Cyber buzzers? What are they called? You mean the stop shorts and the stop limits? Yeah, yeah. But they're circuit breakers? Circuit breakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, one of the things, I, I think it's good, and they get, I think it's 7%, they stop for 15 minutes. It gets to 13%, they stop it again. If it gets to 20% and it's before 335, they shut down the market. One thing I've never seen before, the other day, the market went so high that it stopped. Now, yeah. that really... Threw me for a loop because I was like, okay, well, I understand, like, stop and make sure there's nothing, no tremendous panic, stop again. But when it's going so high that people are buying, you know, like they're putting in those orders. Right. It, I just never seen it like that. All the years of watching, I'm sure it's happened. I've never seen it happen. Do you think, do you think they're good? Like, what's your opinion on the circuit breaker? I think it's good because of everything being traded electronically now. There's so much stuff happening that a human being cannot even keep up with. Right. And that's kind of scary, right? So it's all digitally traded. Yeah, they were, so they were put in place, you know, they were put in place to stop a massive sell-off. Right. That's or why a they computer, put in place. Yeah, and a, a it's like 50-50 from what I'm seeing. Like traders like it or hate it. Mm-hmm. And they, for both reasons, obviously, and there's some that hate it because it stops. Traders hate stuff. it, yeah. Yeah. Because if they're shorting something and it's going down, they're making all this money, and then you stop it. Right. Then they can figure it out. Yeah. It's, but those algorithms are already in place. So that if the computers, if a couple different places yeah. think the same algorithm, it'll all just yeah. cash through. Can you? I mean, can you imagine the just the Adderall dust on the floor, the trading floor right now? Is that what we can call it, Adderall? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got to think they slip any cocaine in there at all. Oh, it's probably that too. Yeah, <laughs> but I can imagine there's all a ton of empty Adderall bottles just on the floor everywhere. Uh, Adderall should be doing real good. Whatever stock that is in and bags. Yeah. yeah. 
Yo, that's like Amazon. Amazon just hired, or they they are hiring a hundred thousand people. Yep, for deliveries, for and deliveries warehouse. and warehouse workers, and they're increasing the wages of their air, their warehouse workers and delivery drivers by two dollars an hour. Yep. So it's like you know, that's a that's a business that is is benefiting from it without being opportunistic. Yeah. Another, you know? if you're an Uber driver or you're a waitress, this is a good time to. Tell your boss, hey, look, I'll make deliveries for you. Yeah. Find a way to make some money. Yeah. That phone rings. Get that order out. Well, You'll right, make that money. It's right back on what I mentioned about at the, at the agency. Not appearing opportunistic, but opening people's eyes that there are opportunities. Like, yeah. if you sell if you sell things, move online. If you have, if you are a restaurant, let's set up online ordering for you. You know, like. I mean, after tonight, how, how many people are going to be looking at their phones? Even more. They yeah. won't even be working. They're going to look at their phone right. even more. So. A great time to start advertising and get your voice out there, yeah, and get your product out there. Even if it's a voice, and we, you know, we've got people who's this foot traffic stuff is going to affect and ultimately going to affect us. But mm-hmm. it's like un, to exactly what you said, like understanding more time is being spent on phones, more time is being spent mindlessly. That can be it's attention that can easily be captured. Uh, which, I think Christian said something. You know, there other podcasts people are starting to like get your voice out there more because more people are going to listen to it. Yeah, but that's why I don't want like. We almost canceled today's show. Yeah, we were not we're trying guests. to do that. Yeah, so it's like I don't, I don't want to cancel, you know, yeah. because exactly that people are going to be listening, yeah. you know, and especially if they start working from home and people start working from home, they're going to catch up on their podcast because that's right. For the first few days, they're going to treat it as like, oh, it's my vacation, I can work from home, and then that reality is going to sit in as like, I have to work from home. Yeah, which is one of the reasons why I'm a proponent of not working from home right now is because I'm not so sure that a week from now. Two weeks from now, it's not mandatory to work from home. That's true. So why do we why do we force it right now and create a longer stint and you know and reduce the level of normalcy, knowing it's going to be a misdemeanor if you don't? Yeah, because that's the that's the difference between a suggestion and a mandate. Yeah, a mandate you get a misdemeanor. Well, if you have an employee and he come uh, he or she come to you and say, "Look, I think I could do this from home, and this is why I got kids," you know, as a yeah. business owner, you're like. Okay, that that makes yeah. sense. I'm still gonna check up on you and make sure that everything's getting done. Make sure you're working, yeah. That's right. Well, I think this was great today. I know we don't want to make this one longer. I know this phone right. is going off crazy. <laughs> we're good on time. I mean, we're good to go ahead and wrap it up. Let's go. Yeah. So next week, um, depending on how things work, we might be talking about. <laughs> we might be talking well, more about a big this turnaround. But hopefully, we will back. We will be able to start the next the season next week. Um, and get get our uh, first guest in here yeah but overall back on the list hey we're a month in four week, four episodes that's right we're getting better all the time so if you've been with us since episode one thank you but if this is your first one welcome yep um be sure to uh if you're on youtube be sure to like comment and subscribe we really appreciate that and if you're listening on one of the audio audio versions with whether, whether that be soundcloud spotify or itunes uh, be sure to leave us a review uh, we truly appreciate it stay safe out there and we look forward to next week Blue Collar CFO is a React Radio production. All contents are filmed and edited in the React studio. For past episodes as well as our sister shows, check out reactradionc.com. Thanks for listening.